This is uh, work like any other. Our sole income for most car guards is just tips. I think they have the misconception of that we get a salary. Just treat us better. We are also uh, humans. I'm Carol Ofori, and this is the Carol Ofori Podcast for thought-provoking conversations. If you're a South African who drives a car, you encounter these people numerous times every single day. They'll often direct you to an open parking spot and then promise to watch your car while you're doing your shopping or you're at the beach watching sports at a stadium or anywhere you'd leave your car in a public place. Now, the unwritten agreement is that when you return to your car, you tip the car guard for keeping your car safe. And with our high levels of crime and unemployment, Car guarding remains a viable means to earn a meager living, partly due to our low entry barriers. Car guarding has been around in South Africa since the early 1990s. But what do we really know about car guards in South Africa? Who do they work for? Are they even employed? And how much do car guards earn? With me right now to answer these questions, I have two car guards, Steve Mwabilu and Philip Retief. Hello, gents. How are you? Hello, Karel. How are you doing, Carol? Good. How are you doing? Hello, Dave? Carol. I'm well, thanks. And you? Fantastic. Well, it's good to have you both in studio. Appreciate you taking time out to basically educate most people listening because we see uh, car guards all the time. Uh, we park our cars in spaces where they are car guards, but we never know what it's like to be a car guard. So let me start off with you, Philip. You're an avid listener of the show. It's very nice to yes. meet you in person, by the way. But I'm curious to know, what does your day look like? What does an average day for Philip look like as a car guard? Well, I start uh, the morning 8 o'clock. Uh, our, in the week, we work from 8 to 4. Saturdays and Sundays, it's 8 to 2 and mm-hmm. 8 to 1. Okay. During the day, we make our money and then we pay a, a fixed fee uh, that we call ramp fees. Ramp fees? Yes. Okay. Are you employed by a company that you're paying this over to? Are you paying it to the center? How does it work? The center is basically... Uh, subcontracting our company and then our company pays uh, for them a certain fee we however are supposed to pay for them uh, what's it a certain fee every day okay if we don't get that we are supposed to pay it in the morning okay if you don't pay it then you're not allowed to work it's like paying rent wow okay so let me understand this philip you arrive in the morning and before you can start your shift, there's a certain amount you need to pay over to your employers, yeah. inverted commas, right? And if you don't pay it over, you're not allowed to start that shift. Yes. My company yeah. is a bit more lenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have day shift and night shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the store that where I work mm. is from 8 to 8 open. Okay. So our shift is 8 to 4 in the week, Monday to Friday. Right. The night shift starts from 4 o'clock until 8 o'clock. I see. So for them... They have to pay it to the day shift uh, supervisor. Right. So for us, it's a bit more lenient. Uh, as long as we can pay it during the day, mm. we are fine. All right. So, But it's supposed to be paid in the morning. In the morning. So how much are you paying every day to, to work? Anything between 35 rand up to 50 rand, okay. depending on the day and if it's weekend or not. Okay. So weekends, I'm assuming you pay a little bit more than weekday. And when you pay, are you allocated bays or how how are you demarcated that you're working in this area or how does it work? For the day shift at my Mm. center, what's it, we work a specific ramp. Okay. Uh, We are permanently there and the night shift, they rotate. All right, Philip, 
We've heard your side. Now, Steve, I'm curious to find out what is a day in the life of Steve as a car guard? What does it look like? For me, Steve, mm-hmm. a day I leave my home, 7 o'clock. Okay. I go to work. Mm-hmm. I finishing 8 o'clock. Okay. And as I arrive 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. my children come to hug me, my okay. father, That's coming nice. from work. All right. And how, how does it work for you in those 12 hours? Are you employed by someone? Are you contracted by the center? How does it work? I've been employed from my boss. Mm-hmm. He employed me. Okay. He paid me salary. Mm. I'm sorry for my accent. His French accent. I'm mm. a, no problem. From Congo. Okay. So is my your boss part of, part of the center yeah. or is it an independent company? Is the part of the center. The okay. boss of the center. I see. He's the one who employed me. Right. He's paying me every month then. Okay, so wait, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, Philip, what's yeah. happening with Steve is, is very unique, or is it yeah. often that the centers employ the car guards themselves? Yes, it does happen. It's different from site to site. But right. as far as I know, mostly you only get tips. But right. uh, there are sites that give you a salary they give you a salary and then on top of that tips all right so you get a salary and then obviously people tip you when yes. they come um as well right yes okay i think an important question i want to know as well is car guard the term car guard is that acceptable to you or do you find that offensive do you prefer to be called something else it's our, our job that we do mm-hmm. so I, it's not a swear word or anything so okay. car guard is fine how long have you been a car guard and what happened that you've made the decision to become one? For me, it's uh, been since 95, since I came out of school, that I've been car guard or security. Okay. But since I came to Durban, what's it, in 2007, I've been just car guard, yeah. And before that, you were in school, you're saying? In 95. In 95, yeah. okay. And you moved to Durban from which city? Pretoria. Oh, from Pretoria. Is that why you're wearing the Blue Bulls hat? Yes. <laughs> so, Steve, do you love being a car guard? Hundred percent. For now, I love it. How long have you been doing it? I do that for twelve years now, since two thousand eleven. Yeah, I love it so much. Too much and too much. I believe you are known as the dancing car guard because when whenever people come to the area where you work, you dance and you make them happy. And coincidentally, when Rory mentioned he had booked you, I said, I've, I've actually come to that center and I've seen and engaged with you. But yeah, you stand out because of your energy and I can see where you draw that strength from. You're totally right. My energy can just be only ghost. Yeah. I think we'd love to hear some of that singing that you do when people come to your center. Eh, eh. Swing it another time. Swing it in Glenna Center. Uchi to the swing. I like your swinging, Carol. Swing it again, Pochi Sing. I like your swinging. Swing it another time. Here we go. You've done it before. In my office. Well done. I absolutely love that. Philip, you enjoy that? Yes, very much. Okay, guys, I want to get down to, I think, the big question. If you don't mind sharing, obviously you must be comfortable. How much do you earn? Are you you comfortable sharing with us this, Philip? How much do you earn in a day? Or if you look at it weekly or if you look at it monthly, how much do you earn? Just approximately, because I do understand that days are different. Yeah, for me, it's about 4,000 a month. 4,000 a month. Yeah, that's, that's before the RAM fees are paid. Right. So if the ramp fees are paid for the month, how much is it? Then it's about three two to three four. 
And Steve, are you comfortable sharing how much you make a month? What I can explain you here now is just the salary that my boss is yeah. paying me. I'm getting 3000 for my boss. Okay. Philip, let's talk a little bit around when people come and park their cars. What do you expect in return? Is it five rand? Is it 10 rand? Is it a smile? Is it acknowledgement that you've seen mm. me? Firstly, recognition. And then our boss says it's voluntary for them to tip. Uh, obviously, it's your money. You can do whatever you want with it. But mm. we would appreciate anything. Right. So when you say anything, if I reach into my wallet and I pull out 10 cents, okay, does that it? make sense to you? <laughs> no, what's it? But within reason. What's so what it? is it within we, reason? What do you, because that's, I think, what's Anything from a rent up. Okay, anything from... So if I pull out one rand and I give it to you, you will be happy with that? Yes, I will be happy. I don't know what about... What other people would what, be... Correct. Yeah. So anything lower than that. Is there an insulting amount? So lower than a rand for you is insulting? I still accept it. There was one a very long time ago, a lady, old lady, that she every time that she comes, she takes out the shiny coin. I think she thought that it was a one rand, but it was five cents. Oh, that that was really <laughs> insulting, but I would never tell to the person's face that yeah. it's insulting. I, yeah. I will take it and accept it. I, I hear frequently from my customers that mm. other car gods, they don't accept bronze. They call it bronze? Yeah, bronze coins. Okay, I like that colloquial bronze. Copper. Got you. But I, I accept anything, what's it? It's still money. I can still go into checkers and uh, pay something. for my stuff. And for you, Steve, is there an amount that's, you, you know, an insult? Or are you also like Philip? You just accept anything, but brown coins are like, no, that's an insult. Carol, let, uh, let's talk about expectation. Mm. As you come with your car in my office. Mm, your office, I love that. First of, first of all, you park your car. My expectation as you come back to find your car safe. That is all. If you find your car safe, if you move, you give me something or nothing, you always welcome. So if I, I give you five cents, you're okay? Ten cents, five cents. I take all the five cents. You see by the till. Yes. There is a tin there, the, the picture of dogs, one, yes, all yes, those yes. stuff. I put it in there. That guy is able to go with that money in the bank to feed the cats with the dogs. I love that you're speaking of your office. So, Philip, if it's an office, as, as Steve is speaking about, it, what is your job description? What are you there to do? When I'm taking up money from my, I go to work, I'm doing a radio show, I'm, I'm doing that. And I take out my money, I'm giving it to you as Philip. What is your job description that I'm actually giving you money for? Firstly, to make sure that the car stays there, that uh, no one else tries to steal it. Mm -hmm. To make sure that no other car uh, damages it or if they bump into it to check uh, for that. If they do, we must what do you do? put uh, uh, We take the details of the person. Mm -hmm. I personally take photos of the car mm -hmm. uh, that bumped in into the other car and then they are supposed to exchange details. Then we are also uh, allowed to help the people when they come out with their groceries. Okay. If you don't help, you can't expect it because... Uh, they at the shopping mall. What's it? There's a lot of people. Some uh, some come with two or three trolleys. You can't mm -hmm. expect to do nothing and then yes. expect from them to give you anything. Right. Okay. Have any of you been in a situation where a car was stolen 
and you were there and what did you do? N- me, I never experienced Philip? that in my office. Have you had that? I've experienced it, what's it, we must. Then uh, we take details of the person, uh, we call our supervisor and on top of the car guards there's also security for them all. Our supervisor come, they take all the details of the person that says uh, their car was stolen then they go to the security and report it, and then we are also supposed to report it to our boss. Okay. Now we're going to have a little bit of fun, okay? Yeah. I want to know, and it's one word answers. The cars that tip the most, give me a car brand. Suzuki Philip, Swift. Suzuki Swift's are, t- are tippers. Yeah. Wow. So when you see a Suzuki Swift, you know the person driving here has got a kind heart. They're going to give me something. Okay, I like that. For me, Ford, mm-hmm. Echo. Mm-hmm. Sports. Okay. The new Nissan. Pathfinder. Pathfinder. Ra- Range Rover. Range Rover. <laughs> I was expecting Range Rover because wow. Yeah. VW. Okay. Gigi. Dandelion. Okay. Prado. Now I want to ask the flip side. What car? When you see it, you know, uh, just gonna be nice because I'm not gonna get a tip. Philip. Not a certain car, but yeah. mostly sports cars. Really? Oh, so the like, sports guys come... Brum, brum, and yeah, the, the expensive cars. Ah. The million, one million up. Uh, Porsche, uh, what's it? Uh, they don't tip the ones Jaguars. driving the Porsche and the Jaguar? Most of them, no. Wow, that's crazy. And for you, Steve? Mm, there is a Mercedes ML. <laughs> okay. Wow, Mercedes oh. ML doesn't tip. That is crazy. Here's another quick question. Do you find that young people, Philip, or older people are the ones that are more generous in tipping? Young ones, the holiday makers, they tip. Nice. And then our regulars, the middle-aged. Middle-aged. And for you, who are the ones you find are more generous, younger people or older people? All generation in my office. Yeah. They're chipping me very good. Yeah. Um, so here's another question I have. What is the biggest tip you've ever gotten? 500 rand. Wow. Tell us about the story about this 500 tip. Who, that what was, happened? When was that it? That was a friend of mine back in 2011 or 2012. Yeah. He always asked me how much should he tip me. Mm. And on that day, I said, uh, first, I said he must give me whatever he wants. Mm. And then something told me no. And I responded to the voice in my head and said, whatever God tells him to give to me. And then he went and he withdrew 500 rand. And he said, God told him that if I say that specific line, that he must give me 500. That's amazing. (laughs) And for you, Steve, the biggest tip? The biggest tip I receive in my life is 6,000. Wow. I received that. And what happened? They just parked the car and they said yes to 6,000 rand. He parked the car. He do his shopping. He finishes his shopping. He's coming to me, Steve, my friend. This is your chips. No! Huh. I yeah. am. Give me wow. your hat and your vest. I'm going to go and be a god. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. I love that. And how long story. ago was that? For now, it's been like uh, six years ago. Wow. Six years ago. Wow. Uh, even not talking about others, mm. I have also one of my friends. His na- a- a- name is Alida. Every month, it's been now like three years. Mm-hmm. He always giving me 2000 for paying rent. Wow. So you have some generous people that you guys encounter. Yeah. Do you have any people in your life that you've mentioned the person has given you 500 rand? Do you yeah. have any other special stories you can share with us about Just people? one. What's it? Oh, one of my church people came mm-hmm. and I asked for prayer in the church oh, because I was struggling with buying food. And right. I think that was somewhere 2018. 
and the guy came just after I got the work there and he asked for me and he said he's going to buy groceries for me. Wow. That came up to th- uh, 1,200. Wow. So you do get very generous yes. people that you encounter. Not that often for me, but... Yeah. Let's talk the downside. Let's talk the yeah. downside. Thank you so much. Let's talk the downside. What is the nastiest thing that you've ever experienced as as a car guard? And it still kind of hurts you that you experience that. I'm very passionate uh, about when people park. They, there's people that I consider as thieves. They don't care if there's a parking open. So I always try to get the first person in yeah. that's supposed to be there. Yeah. But one time, the person just ignored it. I had to jump out of the way. What's it to? Otherwise, he would have driven over me. Then the woman that he stole the parking from mm-hmm. wrote with lipstick on his uh, car, on his car yeah. and he blamed me for it. And I almost got fired from the center oh because of that. But that still hurts. But there are other And was instances. he verbally abusive? Is that the way he spoke to you? The way he spoke to me and when he came... He immediately, what said, he didn't even ask. He wow. accused immediately and said it was me that we were writing on his thing. And for you, Steve, do you have a, a nasty memory of something that happened while in your office? Many, many, mm. because uh, sometimes we're standing there. There is a other car guard. They already give other customer another image. They're standing just for money. Mm-hmm. Waiting if he gets his money, does not look anything, does not check those customers also, they coming e- even in our office. Mm. But as they coming in our office, one thing me, I realize, I got one of friend of mine now is driving a Toyota Corolla. We've been six years that he never even see me like this. Even in the car, he's already start to swearing me. Wow. Start already to do all, all that he revealed that he hates me very well. But one thing in my office, I have much patience of my customer. Everything he does do, I always answer by laughing, by joy, mm. by happiness. Mm. And if you see us today, we are best friend. Wow. He's really, really friend of mine. Wow. After six years, he hurt me, but I always been patient with his anger, patient with his bad character passion with all attitude is bringing in my office and one day realize that this guy is so important to me let's be friendly That's and great. today we are friends that is uh, only that i have wow. wow i'm just so curious to know and i think the listeners will be curious to know a little bit more about who you are so philip are you a dad uh do you have kids uh do you have a partner are you looking after a mom? Just leave us with something so that when I'm listening, I can have a picture of, you know, who Philip is. Yeah, I'm single and available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my mom passed away in 2018. Yeah. Until then, we looked after our mom, me and my brother. I'm staying with my brother. Okay. But I don't have a girlfriend or any kids or anything. Okay. But I'm staying with my brother. All right. And he's... He's helping a lot. And he's the supervisor at uh, the place where we work. Oh, that's, that's yeah. fine. That's cool. And for you, Steve, tell us a little bit about you. Steve is the father of the family mm-hmm. of three kids. I got uh, my wife. I call him my wife because we already married in the spirit. <laughs> but we wat- we wait- we're waiting that God bless us. Yeah. And then we can do a marriage normal like this. Mm-hmm. 
but she's my wife. I am renting the father of the family. Everything is okay. Wonderful. So you, with your salary, you're looking after yourself, your three kids and your wife. Yes. And then as we get in closer to the end, is there something you want to leave someone listening to this podcast about how they treat you, something you want everybody to know? What do you want to say that you'd love to just say to people? Just that this is uh, work like any other, but our sole income for most car guards is just tips. I think they have the misconception of that we get a salary. Just that they must treat us better. We are also uh, humans. And to my regular customers, thank you for tipping me and looking after me. Yeah, I think uh, Philip has a point that is very important to all our customers. Just treat us as a human being. And always as we come to stand, we're not coming to stand as a stealer, as a bad people. We are a people also look after the family and I'll thank too much all my customers who look after my life and my family. Jeez, gentlemen, thank you so, so much um, for this conversation. I think we've learned a little bit more about the day in the life of a car guard in South Africa uh, from two different perspectives, right? We have Steve, who's originally from Congo, uh, moved here. And I know the industry has a lot of people from your country. Um, And then then Philip, who's a white man in South Africa as a car guard. So to hear your story as Philip and to hear your story as Steve, I think has really given a lot of people perspective of um, the car guard industry. And I think for me, the biggest takeout, and I've known this because it's been something that I'm very passionate about, and it's about acknowledging people. And it's the same thing that you're asking for. It's just recognize that I'm here and I'm doing my job. Whether you recognize this as a job or not, this is my job. My job. And just recognize that I'm here to earn a living as well. So thank you so much, uh, gents. Anything I'm leaving out that you want to just get out there to the world because this is going to be available to the world. One last thing for me. There's a saying, everyone brings happiness. Some wherever they go and others whenever they go. I mostly try to think of that when when there's bad customers. When they leave, they bring happiness. Wow, guys. Oh, I I didn't anticipate this podcast to be so beautiful. So thank you so much. (laughs) I appreciate it. Wonderful, wonderful car guards. Steve Mwabilu, as well as Philip Retief, who are car guards, taking time to chat to us. And we thank them for sharing on the Carol Ofori podcast. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's the Carol Ofori podcast. For thought-provoking conversations, listen at ecr.co.za under podcasts or your favorite podcast app.